Hey guys, welcome to Everyday Alchemy. I'm your host, Terry. Alongside of me, you will also be hearing from my community and other everyday people just like you, sharing their stories, tools, and magic to help expand your consciousness and alchemize your life. Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of Everyday Alchemy. So when I was recording this week's episode, I ended up sharing a bunch of stuff and recorded one giant episode that was probably nearly an hour long. So I realized that perhaps it would be better if I split up the episode into two two episodes, only because I realized even though it was all connected and all of these uh, topics that I talk about can really, you know, integrate with one another, that it perhaps would be better if I would split the information up. So, you know, to give yourselves a bit more time to um, tune in and to integrate all of the information. So we are in the midst of Pisces season and is a really great time to start to think about what it is that we're wanting to call in for the year because Pisces is the ending of the Zodiac calendar and we are heading into the new year or the new Zodiac calendar in just a couple of weeks. So it's a great time to really kind of think about, well, what is it that we've learned? (laughs) What is it that we've learned the past year? Because, well... I don't know, I can imagine it would be a lot. (laughs) But also, you know, what is it that's really been coming up for us recently that perhaps is causing us some tension and that perhaps we really want to kind of look at that and think, well, what changes need to be made? Or what new reality is it that I want to bring in? So because of this, I've been going with the flow and have really been focusing more on creating episodes that are current to the energies each week. And so this week, I wanted to talk a bit more about the creation process and to really hone in on some important tips or some important things to note when it comes to the initial stages of calling in what it is that you want to create. So in today's episode or this episode, I'll share some tips into how to break, well, any habit really, but more specifically, how to introduce the habit of creating the time and the space for you to take a short break from the stresses and the busyness of life and to take some quiet time to really check in with yourself as to what it is that's been triggering you. As well as, you know, to get into the habit of asking yourself, well, what is it that I want? What is it that I desire? I'm also going to share with you guys a different perspective on our fears and how our fears can actually limit us from dreaming bigger. And then in the next episode, I dive further into an energetic that can really affect our manifestations from being successful and that that is it's not our job to control how or when our manifestations turn up. I also share a personal example of an aha moment that I had when I was calling in a larger manifestation last year or two years ago. And this example really explores all of the topics that I cover in this episode as well as the next one. As this time frame is also a great time to dream up what it is that you truly and authentically desire, then I highly encourage you to use this watery and dreamy energy to really spend some time with yourself, to look within and to tap into your emotions or even into events that have gone down recently that perhaps are trying to show you, you know, what needs to change or um, where it is that you need to grow or evolve. The thing is, taking that time for yourself is something that we've actually forgotten to do more of these days. 
Instead, so much of our time is habitually filled with scrolling through social media or distracting ourselves with the never-ending time-sucking articles on Reddit. You know, we're just so busy with the endless amount of work to do, with the bills to pay, the laundry to do, or appointments to get to, that, you know, whenever we get a spare minute or even a spare hour, then all we want to do is distract ourselves with a mindless activity on our phones or a Netflix show to watch to have help us to unwind. Or perhaps you're living in a place like Whistler, like me, and there's so many outdoor activities to do all the time. And yeah, you just want to unwind and let go or unattach by doing all the endless amounts of fun outdoor activities there are to do. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The thing is, whenever we're distracting ourselves in this way, it does tend to become a habit and we can default into these activities automatically to fill our pockets of time that we have. And we can do all of this unconsciously and not be aware that we're doing it. I mean, how many times are you shocked when your phone shows you the amount of screen time that you've consumed on certain apps each week? Consciously choosing to take time for yourself to dream can seem hard or we can think that, you know, it'll take up too much of our already limited time. But the only reason that we think this is simply just because it is a new action that we have not yet made into a habit. Not only that, being a dreamer or taking some quiet time for yourself to listen to your true and authentic self isn't something that's typically the norm, nor is it something that's been encouraged in all modern societies. So I highly encourage you to give yourself the permission first to dream, to consciously choose to create the time to tap out of the ego mind and into the creative, authentic, higher self mind to explore what it is that you might desire. Now, it takes a desire and a conscious decision to do this, to create any new habit, you know, to choose something that is different for yourself and nothing or no one can do it for you. But it also doesn't need to be a big ordeal or something that seems overwhelming to do. We don't have to go and take some big drastic action or anything like that. We just need to simply start small and start taking small actions or small amounts of time. You know, this is the easiest way to really start to take action in creating any new habit. I used to hear similar things like this all the time when I taught meditation over the years. You know, people would make up all sorts of excuses about why they can't meditate and would say to me all the time, like, I don't have the time to meditate or it's so hard for me to sit still or I just fall asleep. And I would always reply, yeah, no doubt. (laughs) This is because it's a new thing that you're learning and you're not going to be pro at it right away. I hear you. I used to feel the same way too. And that they call it meditation practice for a reason. You know, it's just like anything. It can take practice to get the hang of it. I would tell my students or my clients that it only feels this way because it's something new. That it's an action or a habit that you haven't formed yet. So it's going to feel foreign. And your ego part of your mind isn't going to feel comfortable and is going to warn you, hey, this doesn't feel comfortable or easy. And we all know that our ego mind likes comfort. You know, it doesn't like change. It wants things to be comfortable and it wants to keep you safe. Our ego mind defaults to protecting us. And this was a necessary thing, you know, back in the earlier, more primal years. You know, back in the day, the ego mind would detect changes in our comfort and our safety, which were necessary for our survival. You know, things like fearing a saber-toothed tiger or a crocodile or the fear of a threat of a wildfire. 
So the fact that our minds function in this way is normal, and it's a normal function of our ego mind. And we simply just need to be aware of and remember this. (laughs) The thing is, these days, our lives are much more comfortable and much more safer than back then. So our ego mind gets used to all of this comfort. So whenever there's a change in habit, or if we're learning something new or different, then our ego mind can alert us to it seeming hard or it being uncomfortable. And yeah, it doesn't need to be some sort of grandiose action, you know, of all of a sudden you need to start meditating for two hours every single day, or, you know, you have to take a day off work every single time you get triggered and desire to journal it down. You don't need to take any massive actions like this. You just simply need to start taking small actions and small steps. As this won't be as uncomfortable, not only that, it will start to become your new habit and will be an easier thing for you to default to in time. So you can just take five minutes at the end of each day, you know, say at bedtime, and look at all the events or synchronicities that may have happened to you in that day or that week. And you can think about, you know, what it is and then journal it all down. Journal down the tension, everything that you felt or things that you feel. And then ask yourself, well, what limiting belief is being triggered? And then you can start to think about or dream about what it is that you would like or desire as an end result instead. And that's just one way. But, you know, you can also take the time to be creative in this way and be in this dreaming space in all sorts of ways, like going outside into nature for a walk with your dogs or being creative through art or through cooking or through gardening, even having a hot bath or going for a swim. If not, you know, we all sleep, so why not wake up an extra five minutes early or spend an extra five minutes before bed um, writing down and journaling or meditating? Whatever the method is that you resonate or connect with, it doesn't matter because it's going to be different for everyone and there's not just one way that works the best for everyone. It just needs to be a time or a space where you're not feeling stressed where you're not caught up with your to-do list, um, where you're not feeling stress in any way, as, you know, this will really help you to get out of your ego mind and tap into your true and authentic higher mind instead. Now, the next thing that I want to address is something really important, and that is to give yourself the permission to dream. And I mean it. Why not dream bigger? I believe that our deepest fears aren't always that we're not enough or that we can't do something or that we're inadequate in some way. We can also actually fear our own power and our own sovereignty. It's sometimes our light or our power and what we could actually achieve that can seem scary or that can fear us. And this often can be attached to us not knowing how we're going to get there. As our current reality or in our current reality, we just don't see how it's possible. At times, you know, we can really challenge ourselves and ask, well, who am I to be living in my genius? Who am I in being talented or being brilliant or beautiful? But I'm going to ask you, who are you not to be? We're actually all in fact here to recognize and remember our authentic selves, our genius selves, and to share that with others and the world. We're meant to be happy and we are meant to shine and playing small or shrinking yourself so that others won't feel insecure around you isn't going to achieve any of this. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for being grateful for where I'm at, at remembering to be in the now and that I am doing enough. 
And I am going to tread a little bit lightly when I say this, as I know that this can be confronting for some people. But if it is confronting, I just ask you to look at why this is triggering you. Sometimes I've noticed that, you know, we can use this notion of staying humble or the mantra of I am enough and that I'm doing enough almost as an excuse or as a reason to not dream bigger or to expand ourselves. There's definitely a fine balance or dance between recognizing and acknowledging that we are actually doing enough and that we are following our true and authentic desires. But also when we're telling ourselves this as an excuse to stay small, to remain comfortable or to even avoid owning what it is that you truly desire that is more in alignment with your higher true self. And yes, you know, it's important to be humble and is so incredibly powerful to have gratitude for where you're at. You know, there's power and contentment that comes from knowing that what you currently have is enough, as well as knowing that you are enough or that your efforts are enough for this world. And this practice of being in the here and now and having gratitude for what you currently have is so incredibly important. But things can also change too. Life changes and it changes a lot. And so your desires can change. Or maybe your reality might be trying to tell you that you in fact might want or desire something different or something more. And that that's okay to have. And maybe there was a time where you were content with what you had in your life, but that maybe things had slowly changed. Maybe there was more that you wanted out of life, a more fulfilling job perhaps, or someone to share your life with, like a partner, or perhaps more like-minded friends. Or maybe you felt a drive and a passion for wanting to do more in this world in some way. And maybe you've been keeping yourself small out of the fear of your own potential, of the greatness that you could achieve, as, you know, it would look so much different than where you are now. Or maybe you remain small out of the fear of not knowing or understanding how you could have this or how you could achieve all of this. And that uncertainty is scary or uncomfortable for you and can really seem risky and will require you to trust in yourself and trust in the universe a lot more. And trust me, I get it because these are all the things that I've experienced in my life. These are all the feelings and the thoughts and the circumstances that I tend to experience on a weekly basis. When it comes to running your own business, you're faced with these things, yeah, pretty much every week or every day. And it does require a certain level of trust in yourself and trust in all that is unfolding in the universe. So I just really want to say, I get it. Don't worry. And again, just check in with yourself and be honest. Are you remaining small? because of fear of your own light? Are you playing small as a way to make other people feel more secure around you? Or are you remaining small because of the fears from your limiting beliefs? So that's where being honest and checking in with yourself regularly is really important. Be honest with yourself, as remember, you constantly playing small may serve you and your comfort levels for now, but it doesn't always necessarily have to be that way and it doesn't always necessarily serve the world. So that message simply serves as a reminder to yes, check in with yourself and ask yourself, am I playing small for all of these reasons? But it also serves as a reminder that, you know, manifesting from your authentic 
honest and higher self is simply just you bringing in a new aspect or a new version of yourself. It's not about being greater or better than anyone else. It's not about having a bunch of cool stuff or being more powerful than others. It's a reminder that you're not creating something from nothing. You're just simply knowing your higher self more and you're just coming more into alignment with the part of you that's always been there. And so learning all of these energetics and learning all of these tools are just basically a way to help you to get to know this part of yourself a little better, to help you to remember this about yourself and remember who you really are and to create a reality from this part of yourself as it's always in the highest good, not just for you, but also for others and this world too. And that is why the universe really celebrates and honours these parts of ourselves being shared. I really hope that you enjoyed the perspectives that I shared in this episode. And please make sure to share this with anyone who may benefit from this information. And coming up next, in the next episode that I've released this weekend... I share some more advice that will help you in formulating your list and to start calling in all of the things that you desire for this year. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Well, that's it for today, guys. And if you like today's episode, please like and follow us on our socials, share this podcast with friends, and why not leave this podcast a review? Oh, and hang out next for a minute if you want some high-vibe laughs. Do you guys want to hear a joke about a piece of paper? Oh, never mind. It's terrible.